Hi guys, we're back for another episode of Flick or Flop. It's our seventh episode. It's your host, Alex Maynard. And your co-host, Jeremy Kibler. The host. I'm truly the co-host. Anyway, we have three movies we want to chat about this week. I'm actually looking forward to one animated film, which I was mm. Mm, really reluctant to see, right? Wasn't I? I was like, eh. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's a cartoon. Really? Ugh. Yeah. But, um, and I was just we, like, whatever. We will get to that one. We'll start with The Way Back. It is the Ben Affleck movie. Um, so he plays Jack Cunningham, a functioning alcoholic who works in construction. He's been separated for over a year. He used to be a basketball star at his Catholic high school. And then when things are just like very routine, he gets a call from, I don't know, what, the bishop or <laughs> principal, whatever. I think the principal of the principal. his old Catholic high school. Right. Um, yeah, and they ask him if he'll be the basketball coach because the coach or the basketball team is not good at all the timing could not be more perfect right um so yeah becoming a basketball coach kind of brings him structure and things seem to be getting a little better but possibly not um so did you were you excited for this at all I feel like I had to be excited for it based upon all of the trailers that I was seeing. Right. However, the trailer really sucked, I have to say. <laughs> and it shows in the audience size when we were there, like nobody was there. And I don't know anybody that was talking about it. Right. So, I mean, I was kind of rooting for it, like the underdog. Like I felt like nobody was really caring about it. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, Ben Affleck, you know, it's... Why not? Right. So There's something I mean, about him. Yeah. Um, if anything, I think he... I think he makes this movie watchable. It is pure formula. Very cliched. No surprises. And maybe that's a given going into this kind of movie. But, um, I mean, I don't think he gets a pass for that. But we've seen so many addiction dramas and so many sports dramas or crowd pleasers, whatever you want to call them. And I feel like this doesn't take any chances, but he is good in it, Ben Affleck. Yeah, he is good in it, for sure. And I think that he also relates to it on a personal level because he's also been through some of these things that he's portraying on camera. Right. Um, So it's not... I'm not wowed because it's almost like expected... Mm-hmm. type of thing um yeah like you said no real surprises whatever it's just you know if you're looking to just go see a movie check out and enjoy a f- flick perhaps um yeah it's okay right yeah it's very very formulaic it's a redemption story um you know second chance sort of story um what was your most favorite part about it i'm trying to think if i liked the path towards self-destruction more than the basketball scenes or if I like the basketball scenes more because I'm not a sports person. But I kind of liked the kids that played the players. I thought they were all natural. Um, You know, they didn't have a lot to play. Um, No pun intended. But, um, I mean, they didn't have real, like, fleshed-out characters to play, but you kind of got their 
they they were all the vibe, the gist. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. had the one who was always always had a new girl and was always like, oh baby, I'll win for you and that's typical sort of thing. typical jock player or right. whatever. Um I don't know. I, I, I admire this story. It's very personal for Ben Affleck. I mean he didn't write or directed it, but um it was very unsentimental and I appreciated that. And yeah, I thought it was like a meaty raw performance from him so it was that was kind of cool to see you know i'm a sucker for messages you know what's (laughs) what's the movie all about right like Mm -hmm. let's get down to it like what's this really like produced what's the reason for the production type of thing like what message are are they really trying yeah Yeah. Uh uh-huh it doesn't it doesn't wrap it all up in a nice little bow which i was happy with yeah it open it's totally open for interpretation and i think that those are the best kinds where it's like you can just finish it on your own yeah it just felt very familiar yeah that's okay um so final thoughts or just want to score it (laughs) final thoughts for me um i would I mean, like I said, if you're looking to just check out and you're looking for something that's pretty relatable, I would say that, yeah, it's a flick in that regard. Um, Yeah. I don't hate the fact that I went to see it. Right. So it's a flick for me. Yeah, I'm going to give it a flick, too. Um, As I said, you know, I think Ben Affleck is the main reason to go see it. So it's a flick from both of us. All right, moving on. To Onward. Moving Onward. All right. Yeah. Onward for sure. All right. Which is kind of similar in the fact that the message, you know, it it gives some closure and Mm -hmm. helps you move onward, I feel. So (laughs) nice little segue, which you didn't plan or anything. (laughs) No. Um, So this is the 22nd film from Pixar, the animation studio. Um, Do you, are you usually a fan of Pixar? I like Pixar. I mean, Pixar, it's, like what? What are some other Pixar's? Um, well, I was because I just know the recently. introduction where it's like bouncing up and down on the right, eye, the light, right? Yeah, and, then it, <laughs> and then it like keeps turning, and then it the way it ends, it like yeah, yeah, the light is towards you. So they did. Did you see Coco a few years ago? They did the Toy Story movies. Uh, well, okay, Bugs Life, said, Monsters yeah, Inc. Like hello, Monsters Inc. That's what I'm thinking. Your about. Your favorite series, the Cars series. I hate Cars. I know. Hate it. Anyway, onward. Anyway, Moving onward. Onward. <laughs> so, do you want to describe it, or do you want me to describe it? <laughs> I'd rather not. Okay. Um, just a quick summary. Um, so it revolves around. Well, it's actually set in this very like magical land, or at, at least it used to be magical. I think it's called like New Mushroom Tin or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know they it reminds elves. me of Kennett Square. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Kennett Square. It's <laughs> Southern Chester County. So, Kennett Square. No. <laughs> so New Mushroomton is it's it's a town. It used to be very magical, and you know it's still filled with like elves and sprites and all those magical creatures centaurs you know they have centaurs for like the police and everything but it's kind of lost its magic and it centers around a i think he just turned 16 his name's ian and ian never knew his father um he has an older brother named barley 
and they live with their mother, who, the voice was Julia Louis-Dreyfus, did you know that? I had no idea. Mm-hmm. From Downhill. I know, and I loved Downhill. You, you didn't know recognize I did. the type A. No, <laughs> no, I wasn't getting it. Huh. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, so Ian really wants to, you know, be the new Ian. He wants to start sticking up for himself and all that. And he wants to be like his father. And so... I loved it. So, so Ian and Barley find his father's... Um, it's like a staff, a wand made of wood. It has magical powers. And they um, they use it and they kind of bring back... Yeah, there's a staff and then a right. spell that the father left spell, yes. to bring him back to life for just 24 hours. And it's just right. totally beautiful. I mean, yes. it just brings... It just reminds you, like, to appreciate... I think the message behind it is to appreciate the little things. Mm-hmm. Bring the magic back into every single moment. It, it was so touching. I cried. I <laughs> cried. You know, I cried. Two times, at least. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Don't mean to spoil it. I knew very little going into this, and I was... I was very, um... Delighted. <laughs> um, at first, I was kind of like... You know, it's working, it's cute, but, like, when is this going to be, like, real Pixar? Like, you know, where it's it's wittier and more touching, but it definitely got there. It didn't take long to get there, but at first I was just, like, initially kind of, like... First 20 minutes was a little like, drag. It's, like, cute, but not, not like, next level. Um, but, no, right. it, it definitely got there. Um, I did not know the voice cast going in. As I said, I knew nothing really going in. Um, so Tom Holland plays Ian. Tom Holland is the new Spider-Man. Love Spider-Man. Barley is voiced by Chris Pratt. Love Chris Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> and you know who who played the the Manicor? No, who? Octavia Spencer. Stop. You know yeah. I love her. Yeah. The help. Come on. The shit pie. <laughs> right. Did you know this movie was banned in, I mean, this isn't really a... Surprise, but it was banned in multiple Middle East markets because of the minor reference to a lesbian relationship. Oh, you did point that Isn't out. Isn't that ridiculous, though? It um, was so subtle. Right. The police officer, Yes, right? yeah. She's, like, commiserating with the, you know, the mother's uh, boyfriend who's a cop. And she's like, oh, my girlfriend's daughter. I took it as a girl who's a friend, honestly. Yeah. I was like, I'm I mean, a girlfriend, whatever. Just because... She, anyway. Yeah. She looked butch. <laughs> as butch as a monster looking cyclops thing. She had she had like look. a deep, tough voice. Her voice she's voiced by Lena. I Wade. thought she was just from like the other side of the tracks or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it was subtle. It's cool. I'm but I can't believe that it's like this controversy and right. again, it's the Middle Nuts. East, so not surprising, but yeah. Bunch of snowflakes out there, all I'm saying. <laughs> all I'm saying. Always trying to twist something and spin something some way. <laughs> so yeah, this movie had a lot of heart. Um, it was very, very moving, um, especially towards the end. Um, it's like a fun adventure, very lively. It moved well. It was fun. It was fun. Did you like the the gang of motorcycle riding sprites? I actually disliked that the most the whole movie i was just like oh this voice this pitch and like just they were funny at first but 
Yes, I was they hoping they back. had a minor part they and they had back. too much. I was like, uh, maybe yeah. if we could edit that out a little bit. I'm all for like a Tinkerbell or something, you know, yeah, but these like were that like thing. Rebellious no. Tinkerbells, yeah. Yeah, no. And I like the pawn shop owner. She was like a lizard or some something. Oh, she was great. She was funny. She was great. Now that you say Monsters, Inc., I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Oh, and this is directed by the guy who did Monsters University, which was a prequel to Monsters. To Monsters I can Inc. totally see that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can totally see it. Um, so yeah, I I enjoyed this a lot. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what your total your full breakdown is on this one. Yeah? Yeah, because we can say it's a flick, it's a flop, but like, I need to know the grade. Right now? No, not right now, oh, okay. but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I mean, you can tell me after we're done recording, but... Right, okay. Um, so yeah, I would I would definitely give this a flick. I think it's um, definitely a family movie. I don't, I don't consider it just a kid's movie, because I think there's definitely a lot there that, you know, adults can appreciate it. And kids' films it? lately, I think that they're really focused more so on the adults Mm -hmm. they're giving enough stimulation for the children yeah but the humor it's it's very witty it's great well that's the great minor side note that's the great thing about pixar like they never pander or like talk down to their audience like it's always like a family movie it's not a kid's movie it's not Mm -hmm. a cartoon so um yeah this was a winner from pixar so moving on to (laughs) not family fair um it's a movie called Swallow. Pika, Pika, what? Pikachu. Pika. Oh, you did? Oh, I see it. Oh, like pecan pie. I put the right. pronunciation. Pika. Okay. Pika. All right. Pika. Pika. I don't know. Pika. <laughs> anyway. Pikachu. So this movie is called Swallow. It is a film about the disorder Pika. It's about a housewife, a bored housewife living, you know, she seemingly has it all. She lives in a house with her handsome husband. Um, It overlooks the Hudson River. She has these two, um, you know, rich in-laws. And then one day she's cleaning house and she, uh, (laughs) she picks up a decorative marble. Looks how... Looks at how beautiful it is. She was just talking about how she want, wanted to do something expected that day. Well, she ends up putting the marble on her tongue and swallowing it. And from there, thumbtacks, batteries, you name it, enter her diet. <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel like you totally just skimmed the surface on the explanation of the movie. Well, no, we're going to get into that. That I was giving a surface level plot summary. It's because I'm so mad for her. I no. feel like I am so mad for the main character here. No, this movie is about gaining back control. It's definitely it's definitely a feminist movie. I wouldn't even say that it's a feminist movie. No. I can see why you think that. I don't think that it's a feminist movie. It's it's much like The Invisible Man. Yeah. However, it's not totally feminist. It's that narcissist being raised and enveloped in that narcissistic reality. 
the... Right. Wow. You just feel for her. Anyway, so she is looking to gain control because they are in control completely. Right. I mean, you don't think it has, like, feminist overtones at all? Undertones, overtones? I mean, her... It is the century of the female. Don't get me wrong. Right, right. But, I mean, like, her her father-in-law cuts her off. Like, I just feel like she... I feel like it's extremely feminist. Like, like you know, she... She's lost herself. She's playing this, like... She's pretending that she's happy and she's lucky. And I don't know. I find I feel like once she... I feel like it would be more feminist if the mother-in-law were more mm-hmm. on her side. Yeah... But she's just going along with it, and she's just she as bad. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're, that entire. But she has fear of loss terrible. of this right. status. Right. But yeah, I think she's she's become very defiant of this, you know, cookie cutter, suburban lifestyle, whatever you want to call it. And um, yeah, she's like a bird in a cage. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not even saying the name Haley Bennett. She, I feel like she should have become a much more household name than she has. <laughs> she's she's done a lot of indie movies. She's been in some like mainstream um movies, but do you ever see the girl on the train? Emily mm-hmm. Blunt? No. Well she's in it. Um yeah, I thought she was awesome in this. She is so fearless and obviously she's not swallowing these things for real, but maybe she is. Um but I feel like she's just putting forth like her entire being in this movie. I can't Thoughts? disagree. <laughs> so, did you... I mean, this isn't a movie, like, to fully enjoy, but I think... I feel like I left the movie just, like... One by... I mean, left the movie as in, like, turned it off because I was on my couch. Um, <laughs> right. I was just like, What? <laughs> was that that I just watched? So I had seen this, I had seen this once before, and then I showed it to you, and it was fun watching your face whenever she came across an object that she wanted to swallow, because it's, I mean, it's very Sometimes It was very cringy. Oh, yeah. Some parts, not not completely, um, but yeah. Final thoughts? I don't know. I... I I was impressed by this movie. Um, I just I thought it was really effective. It's a really confident movie. It's very well shot. Um, has like a sharp visual eye. I thought, and it's a uh, feature debut from a oh, what's his freaking name? Carlos Mirabella Davis. That's his name. Mm-hmm. This is his first movie, and I think you know just coming out of the gate. Not bad. Not that, bad. If that's somebody's first, that's not bad. No. Hey, no. I can't, you know. No. Looks looks great. And, and I mean, I don't, I've never seen a story about Pika, so. Right. It's. It definitely. Kudos to him for doing something totally new. I appreciate hey. that because a lot of films are just reproductions of. Right. It's this... exciting when a movie um, finds a new you know, movies can be, like, 
exploring other walks of life, and I feel, felt like that's what this movie did. Well, he was very successful in the fact that, like you said to me, you're like, it's about pika. And I'm like, pika what? <laughs> Pikachu, pika, pika, right. what? has nothing to do with So it just instantly, like, piques your interest. And it was successful. Would I say it's a flick? I would actually have to say it's a flop. Kudos, lots of kudos, but for me... <laughs> I would have rather have watched like Midsommar, oh, <laughs> which we did watch, and I really liked that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one could have used um, an ex boyfriend in a fire. That'd have been great if she killed her husband. Anyway, I would give this a flick. I thought it was really provocative and well acted. So, flick for me, flop. You. <laughs> so let's recap the way back. You said that was a. We both gave it a flick. Uh huh. Onward. We both flick. gave it a flick. And then swallow. we split on swallow. Yeah. Listen, you are the artful critic. Go to theartfulcritic.com for full reviews. I'm the voice of the average Joe. Mm-hmm. What are you looking forward to next? Um. Well, tomorrow morning is a screening of The Hunt. Emma Roberts. Right, she's in there. Yeah. Oh, my girl. Yeah. We, and we do have some other movies coming up. You have a whole bunch of screeners. Oh, oh my God. We, yeah, we watched The Platform, which we'll eventually talk about. Can't wait oh to talk my about gosh. That. Yeah, I know. Stop. Yes. I don't even think we can talk. You can't talk about that right now. Anyway, moving well, no, on. Not yet, but yeah, anyway. So lots to talk about in the forthcoming weeks. Mm-hmm.